0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for another episode of Behind the Grind with your one and only host, Simon
1: Romero! Joining us today is UFC Bantamweight, Mr. Brian Boom here. How's it going, my friends? Doing good, man. How's everything? It's going, uh, well, not as good as you, of course, but, uh... We're doing it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how were you able to uh, celebrate your Easter this year around?
2: Um, I mean, we're not like, I mean, my family's pretty close. You know, as we usually would get together and have some kind of gathering at somebody's house. But uh, we, mm-hmm. I just saw my nephews quick for a little bit. Uh, you know, people are driving by people's houses and beeping horns and stuff. It's kind of weird times.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How, uh, how different is it for you um, compared to what it was like before?
2: um it's different in a in a lot of ways i mean but in in some ways it's similar my lifestyle is kind of like train eat sleep train like it, it you know i'm very regimented so i'm more of a home body in general. So I feel like for fighters, it's probably easier to deal with this than the average person who's going to work and, and coming home and maybe going out on the weekends to the, the bars and stuff like that. I don't really, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really go out that much. So for me, it's, it's, it's fine. It's just, I miss the gym. I miss training with my, my teammates and, and going to practice that
1: that's what I really miss. So it's kind of normal besides the fact that you're not able to uh, go to the gym and train all the time.
2: Yeah, because like for that. me, I'm I'm still working out like two, you know, two times a day, six days a week, and and I'm able to kind of get creative and and make do with the workouts, but it's been real hard to keep the weight down. That's the main thing. I mean, uh, it, you know, with with the quality of training, it's hard to really be in fight shape.
1: Mm. So uh, looking through your Instagram, you have uh multiple talents, including your singing, your ukulele playing, and everything. The um, thing that really popped out to me was uh, that little song clip you posted. What was that all about? Yeah.
2: I just like – that you know what that is? That's this quarantine boredom that's getting to me <laughs> that okay. I'm just – I'm looking around my house, like finding things that I I enjoy, you know, just hobbies that I have. And I'm like, oh, there's my ukulele. Like I'm going to start strumming and just kind of have fun with it. And then I started thinking like of just like goofy, funny ways to like make little Instagram or or Twitter posts and kind of apply it to fighting in some way. And, uh, Mm. you know, uh, I just I'm really just having fun with it. I I love music. And so I was just like, hey, I'm going to put it into something and make it kind of like a funny thing.
1: For sure. So since we're on the topic of music, I'm sure, I'm hoping this time you've heard of this uh, new song by Drake, the Toosie Slide.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I heard oh, it. I, I don't I don't remember exact exact lyrics, but I, I heard yeah, it recently, yeah. yeah.
1: Perfect. I struck out, uh, I went 0 for 3 yesterday. No one's heard of the song. So I oh, know. Yeah?
2: No, <laughs> yeah? I'm on Spotify, like, I'm going for runs and I'm looking for new music all the time. So. Perfect,
1: perfect. So I don't know if you've seen the dance or anything, but uh, left foot up, the right foot slide
2: yeah everyone's doing that on instagram these days
1: you gotta show us your best impression of that come on <laughs> <laughs> dude i gotta
2: practice that if i'm gonna if oh I'm gonna man do that, cause i don't even know how to do that right now all right
1: all right maybe <laughs> next time <laughs>
2: yeah yeah we'll have to uh we'll have to get a couple practice
1: sessions in and then we'll have it. i for see you. Yeah. all right so uh during this whole quarantine time uh which brian kelleher fights should the fans be watching
2: um, if I had to choose one, I mean, I would, I would tell you to watch two of them, the Burrell fight and then the fight with, uh, Damon Stasiak. I think those two are like two full three round fights that are exciting to watch that, you know, back and forth, good action and, um, a lot of excitement. So, uh, I would say those two for sure.
1: Of course. And, uh, looking through your Twitter and Instagram and all that. So you've made a couple posts about, uh, Mr. O'Malley over there. Um, I'm sure you want that fight. So how important would it be for you uh, to get that fight?
2: Damn, you call him Mr. O'Malley? How huh? you didn't even call me <laughs> Mr. keller over here? Unbelievable! I did at the beginning. Mr. Nah, nah. Boom, come on. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, you know that's like that's that that's that like quote unquote money fight for my division. I feel you know. Okay. Uh, and I think he knows that, but you know, it's it's just it's like hey, like. Now it's time for him to test himself against, you know, a, a tough guy that could really give him a challenge. I feel like I'm that guy. You know, I don't think he thinks that. I think he thinks he wants someone with a bigger name, with a uh, more of a win streak that, you know, can propel him to the top 15. But also, he's looking for smart fights and winnable fights. And I, I understand it, but I don't like it. I feel like, you know, you got to test yourself. You got to have that mindset where, like, you can beat anybody. You can fight anybody. So, you know... I think he's kind of playing a little smart, and I'm just trying to, you know, get my chance at, at trying to steal a lot of hype that he has and uh, put my name in there and, and try to uh, – Get on
1: me there. I don't know if you can still hear me.
2: Yeah, I can still hear you. Um, can you hear me? Uh-oh. I hear noise in the background, but can you hear me?
1: Yeah, you there? You hear me now?
2: Yeah, now you're back. Yeah,
1: I'm there. What right. happened with the wi there? for a second. <laughs> That's all right. So uh, I'm not sure what you said at the end there, if you just rephrase it a little bit.
2: Yeah, no, I was saying like with the O'Malley thing, you know, he's got a lot of hype and I'm trying to steal that hype because, you know... Sometimes in this game, it's not just about like being in title contention. It's about getting the right fight that makes the biggest noise. And for me, that's him. You know, I think he's got so much hype behind him. The UFC loves him. If I could beat a guy like that, I could kind of revive my career. You know, I'm coming off a big win now, but I need like two or three big wins to get myself back into that like top 10 area, mm-hmm. where, you know, and, yeah. and I don't I don't have much time, you know, I'm not saying I'm, I feel young, but I'm 33, so I'm not trying to, uh, take it slow, I'm trying to, like,
1: go for it right now. And, uh, if that fight does happen, where do you see yourself, uh, getting the better of him?
2: Um, you know, he's a good striker, he's flashy on the feet, he's definitely long, I don't even think it's a stylistic, you know, good matchup for me, but... <laughs> I want to steal the hype and I think I can beat anybody. That's just how it is. I find a way to mm-hmm. win. You know, I know he's tall. He's lengthy. He wants me on the outside. I got to get inside. I got to throw power shots. I got to show him no respect. I got probably get in his face pretty early in the fight and try to drain his cardio. I think I have better cardio. I think I have better wrestling, better jujitsu. Uh, I can probably catch him on the ground with a submission or maybe some grounded pounds pound, something like that, or even just a decision. If I can, you know, keep taking him down and tire him out and have him uh, struggling
1: on his back. Which makes sense. A smart game plan for a taller fighter and lengthier. So uh, let's say uh, someone steals that fight and it comes later in your career. Who uh, else could we see you uh, wanting to fight next?
2: Well, other than that, I don't have real focus on, like, single names, you know. that, that I, I mean, there, there's some guys out there that would help propel me up quicker, like a Thomas Almeida. He's been out for a while. He was up in the top 15, I believe. Uh, Ricky Simon, I think, would be a good fight. Um, I like... Um, Uh, Hunter Azor, actually, he's a new guy. He's undefeated. I like fighting undefeated guys and trying to take that all away. Uh, Hmm. He was actually – me and him were actually talking about fighting during this whole situation where they were going to make that card April 18th and kind of keep rolling. I I was going to fight him on April 25th. We were trying to make it uh, at 145 because – cutting weight right now is rough you know i can get yeah. 145 but 135 would be a struggle um so i would like to make that fight as soon as possible if you know he still wants to do it at 145 if mm. the
1: ufc would make an exception let's do it of course Sanda. Uh, in your imagination kind of thing what do you think uh, fight island is going to end up looking like
2: Man, I don't know, but it's kind of crazy. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, Dana knows what he's doing with that. I feel like he'll pick a really cool looking spot, uh, something where there's somewhat of safe, you know, safety guidelines involved. It would, it would be really cool to fight on an island like that. And I think Mm -hmm. that would be something like, I think they would do like an annual thing where, like, once a year they would have like Fight Island, you know, like, you know, they would keep it going and, and make it a tradition.
1: Which makes sense. I'm sure they're putting a lot of money into that too
2: yeah a lot as of as well time a lot it. of money yeah might as well use it from here on out and i think it'd be like a prestigious thing where like a lot
1: of fighters <laughs> would be like i want to fight on fight island next year you mm. know that'd be pretty cool even i want to fight on fight island now <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> yeah yeah so uh since we're on this topic i've heard you've made a song on that uh, ukulele you have about uh, fight island can you share a little bit about that if you got that uh, nearby
2: yeah uh well i got the uke right here man i don't know i was trying to uh (laughs) i i know like four i know like three chords on this ukulele and i just keep using the same ones but making different (laughs) melodies with them for sure so yeah i was just going like uh with the strum right here and just making up fight island songs because i feel like i feel like this is a way to stand out in these times that uh you know if, like, I can catch the eye of the matchmakers or, or Dana White. Like, look at this guy. He's fucking – he's singing songs of <laughs> ukulele trying to get a fight. Yeah. Like, that's, mm. like – you know, it's unique. It's different. So I feel like, you know, this is my way of being, like, hey, like, let me let me fight. Like, let me fight short notice Fire Island. The only issue is, like, it's kind of a, – there's a catch-22 because I keep saying, like, 145. Like, so yeah. UFC doesn't like to do catch-wage. So mm. – I would have to find someone that's like, hey, I want to fight at 145. I'm a Bantamweight too, but I'm, you know, heavier and I want to fight 145, so let's do it. Like, you kind of have to match up like that, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm sure if you put a match in front of them, they'll uh, think about it a little more instead of matching you with someone else.
2: Yeah, and, and... um hunter azura like i screenshotted because i i actually messaged him on instagram because i wanted to get like some proof yeah and i screenshotted that and sent it to my manager and i was like dude like this he he's down to fight at 145 like let's let's mm-hmm. push for this make it happen and yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting
1: for a new deal from the ufc so okay yeah so you're talking about your management too how long has it been uh, since you've signed with them
2: Oh, I've been with uh, Sucker Punch. Um, that's what their their name's called. Brian Butler's his name. Um, I've been with them since before the UFC, but only like probably like a year before. I was on okay. like a big win streak. They reached out to me, signed me. You know, that's what they do. They scout you out, see who's the next prospect. And I think I beat Julio Arce, and I was about to fight him again, and I had signed with them.
1: Okay, and how much would you say they've actually benefited your career?
2: Oh, definitely big because, you know, Getting in the UFC, I got to fight Yuri Alcantar on short notice. You know, they did really good with getting me in there. Uh, I'm sure anybody could have got that opportunity, but uh, they have a good reputation with the UFC. Uh, they have a, a big clientele, and they've you know, they they've had a lot of loyal uh, clients for them. I've seen a lot of people stick with them throughout the years, so that's a good sign. And uh, they really helped me, you know, get the right matchups, get good, uh, not, not even favorable matchups, but matchups that were going to help my career explode. Yeah.
1: Which makes sense. All right. So uh, before I let you go here, is there anyone uh, you would like to thank uh, before I let you go?
2: Um, Yeah. Uh, my family, of course, for always supporting me, you know, I appreciate them. My fans, you know, people who stick by me through the, the wins and losses Um, and, you know, the UFC for, for doing what they're doing, trying to keep us going Uh, management, sucker punch, Brian Butler, uh, my sponsors, fighter cryotherapy, uh, the turp house, uh who else we got we got um I'm trying to think uh the float place we got a bunch of them uh so yeah just thank thank you everybody for uh sticking behind me appreciate
1: it so and then this last topic i have uh it's getting a little old but uh this series on netflix the tiger king what do you think about this whole show <laughs> i yeah i watched
2: the show it's pretty crazy man it's like it's almost like a competition you know like very competitive like like it's weird though that they're like all in different places but they're still competing and fighting over like kind of petty stuff but like Mm -hmm. you know they're all kind of doing the same thing in a sense you know they're captivating you know wild animals and and but they're saying like my reason for doing it is better than (laughs) yours and and this and that it's it's like it's a wild show it's crazy but definitely entertaining stuff
1: of course especially during this uh quarantine time
2: yeah then i watched don't f with cats did you see that okay
1: no i haven't heard about that one. what's that all about oh my god don't
2: it's called <laughs> it's called don't fuck with cats and it's like it throws you for a loop like i highly recommend watching that if you like like kind of murder murder mystery type stuff like it's okay. interesting man
1: is that one on netflix yeah it's on netflix too all right i'll, I'll check that one out yeah <laughs> <laughs> sure all right perfect so well, that's all i have for you today so well, yeah it's fun having you on
2: yeah man it's good to have you good to be on here thank you appreciate the
1: time Awesome. So, Brian Keller, we'll talk soon. Mr. Magic Matt Dixon, how are you doing today, my friend?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me.
1: It's a pleasure having you on the show. So, uh, before I get uh, too into this, can you just tell us how uh, you got involved in the sport of MMA?
0: Actually, my dad's the one that got me started. He uh, was into boxing. He never actually got to compete, but he uh, always was a huge fan of it, trained, and always wanted to compete but his mom wouldn't let him and so whenever I was a kid he wanted me to know how to defend myself he wanted me to be uh, pretty familiar with the sport and how it all plays out and so he got me started at a little MMA gym if you could even call it an MMA gym it wasn't really MMA back then it was more (laughs) just boxing and some uh, submission wrestling and they would just meet up train and all that good stuff and share what they knew Um, but that's where I got my start. And so I just did it on and off in between football seasons and between other sports. And I didn't really take it seriously till I was about 12. And then when I was 12, that's whenever I really got involved. I started to watch fighting for myself. And then I uh, became a huge fan, wanted to train, wanted to know, you know, everything about the sport, all the ins and outs. And uh, I've been with it ever since.
1: Of course. So like you said, you mentioned boxing. I know you have some experience there. Uh, Have you flipped through back and forth? Uh, I know you've competed as a professional in boxing. Uh, Can we see you going back to that?
0: You know, maybe. Right now my total focus is on MMA, but yeah, absolutely in the future. You know, I really enjoy boxing. I still keep up with the sport pretty closely. And uh, I, uh, I definitely would love to do that in the future, though.
1: How uh, important do you think uh, doing boxing separately um, opposed to doing boxing in your training is uh, for a fighter?
0: You know, it can. there's pros and cons to it is what I would uh, say. You know, obviously the defense is so much different in boxing than it is mm. in MMA. Because obviously you have different size gloves, uh, which makes a huge difference when it comes to guarding your face and all the ins and outs as far as the defense is concerned. But as far as overall hands combination, head movement, footwork, and a lot of those other details, um, especially offensively. Uh, it makes a huge difference in your skills when you add that to Muay Thai kickboxing and all that stuff as an MMA fighter. There's not a lot of MMA fighters that really have um, the level of amateur experience that a lot of boxers have. In in boxing, Hmm. they put a lot more time into the development of fighters versus in uh, MMA, a lot of guys go pro after their first or second fight as an amateur. So it's a whole different level and in, in a lot of different ways so there's so much to actually go into uh with that but um but yeah to to keep it short i would say it makes a it can make a very big advantage if you know where to put uh, your time and attention into
1: of course for example Lomachenko had like 364 amateur fights or something like that but uh yeah. For someone, for someone who uh, wants to start MMA, would you suggest them starting in boxing or another aspect?
0: You know, boxing and wrestling would be a good foundation. Um, to tell you the truth, I think that wrestling is going to be uh, one of the best things for any fighter mentally, um, as well as physically. So boxing's a great sport. Um, it's a great way to uh, learn about combat and how learning how to compete but as far as as an mma fighter i mean if you just look at what randy couture did to james tony i mean that will give you a good idea of just what uh wrestling can do to a boxer that has no experience on the ground so i would absolutely recommend adding boxing to um, an mma fighter's repertoire but Mm -hmm. you know you have to have that wrestling foundation as well as brazilian jiu-jitsu but um I would definitely add it in there. Uh, at
1: of course. Of course. Awesome. So uh you're still fighting in uh, high level promotions on the regional scene but uh how long do you think it'll be till we see you in uh, the UFC?
0: To tell you the truth I'm ready now man. Honestly, we're uh we're weighing out some things. What what was crazy about it was you know, honestly, we've had some craziness go on outside of the cage and so Uh, there's a lot of little details that have kind of kept us away from going professional as well as I'm just not really in a rush. I mean, I'm 24 (laughs) years old. And so I know that obviously I still have a lot to learn in this sport. I have a lot of development to do as far as athletically. Um, But yeah, man, I'm ready to go. Honestly, I want to go. I'm uh, excited to get to those bigger uh, fights, bigger contracts, all those different things. So I'm ready to go. But like I said, um there's some things outside of the cage as well as just getting my uh, my coaching my training camps all of that stuff to the next level as well too i feel like i have developed but i have to develop those things as far as getting all of those sure, things for sure. where i need them
1: awesome so uh and your last fight being march 6th now i'm pretty sure it was one of the last cards before uh, all this started how happy or relieved were you that uh, you were able to do that
0: Man, it was crazy. You know, to tell you the truth, I'm so happy that I got that uh, in right before all this coronavirus stuff happened because, dude, to tell you the truth, the year of 2019 was the craziest year for me as a fighter. And so, okay. out, outside of the cage, that is. And so, mm-hmm. just going into that training camp up until my last fight, it was, it was just wildness every at every turn. So, you know, I, I'm very very thankful that uh, I was able to get that fight in right before everything happened.
1: Now, specifically, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but uh, what certain things that were you going through in 2019 supposed to 2020?
0: You know, what actually was crazy about it was right before my fight that was supposed to happen September 13th of 2019, my uh, fight literally fell through last minute, literally hours okay. before the fight was supposed to happen. I didn't get paid for that fight as well. as really? I was training people for, uh, you know, I, tre- I teach, uh, cardio kickboxing classes as well as I do personal training, all of that stuff on the side, mm-hmm. as well as being a fighter. And that keeps me in the gym all day. So I'm able to get all the training sessions that I need, um, as well as make the money that I need outside of the cage. But, literally the place that I was working at, um, fell through. And so we were literally on a nosedive as far as all that stuff was concerned. And so it was just a wild time. Cause obviously my bills didn't go anywhere. I had to start a, a, a new job in an industry that I was not familiar with at mm-hmm. all. Um, started working full time. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, man, I don't have any excuses for March, uh, what was it seventh or eighth, something like that but anyways the last time i fought uh <laughs> that night you know there was a lot that you know had happened just leading up to that fight and so i have no excuses but just all those different things going on in 2019 up until that fight it was just all out craziness
3: it all
1: adds up in the end so i'm glad to hear that um yeah. so uh I don't know if you've heard about uh, this sort of new Drake song, uh, the Toosie Slide, but uh, have you found your groove to that yet? Uh, if you've listened to it. What is it? The Toozie Slide by Drake.
0: No, I haven't. I haven't. No.
1: No, oh, I haven't. Man. Heard. <laughs> <You> know,
0: <laughs> I've been so out of the loop as far as uh, uh, what's going on in, in just outside of like like pop culture and all that stuff, to tell you the truth, man. Uh, what What is it? Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, well, I can play it right now if you don't you don't mind. Yeah. Alexa, play Tuesday Slide. I
3: can't find the song Tuesday Slide. Oh,
1: Tuesday Slide. Alexa, play Tuesday Slide on Spotify.
3: I can't find the song Tuesday oh, Slide man. on Spotify.
1: I'll find it real quick. i won't take long.
4: Oh,
1: okay. It goes like left foot up, right foot slide i surprised you haven't heard it. It's pretty, uh, Man, I might pretty have. Viral. I
0: mean, You know, my girlfriend is always listening to music because she dances and she teaches dance. So I'm sure i probably heard I it. She's heard it. it. Yeah.
1: Right. yeah. Here it is. I don't know if you can hear it properly. Leather, blood, no <laughs>
3: it's
1: pretty catchy. <laughs> My next question was, because oh, uh, it goes like, what's up?
0: Oh, I was just saying, okay, cool,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, my next question was, uh, I was going to ask you mm-hmm. to do the dance to it, but uh, since you haven't heard it, I'll <laughs> have, we'll have to go with the flow. So it goes like left foot up and then right foot slide. If you want to give it a try, you don't have to, but uh, that would right be pretty fun. Slide. Yeah.
0: Okay, I probably have to see it, man. I'm a visual person to tell you the truth. Okay. So, left foot up, right foot slide could mean like yeah. a thousand different things to me. You know what
1: I mean? <laughs> there's like that, there's two different things they're comparing. There's like the the Michael Jackson, like the moonwalk kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so many things. Oh, Anyways, okay. uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You'll have to give a listen to that song now. Get into the loop again. Of course. All right, so uh, when this whole thing's done, uh, which major fight do you think uh, us uh, viewers need to see? Uh, as far as me? Yeah, sure. Or the UFC, wherever you want to go.
0: Um. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. I got you. So you're saying, as like as far as where I'm gonna be next, my next yeah. fight? Yeah. Um, really, you know, that's the big thing. is finding out where we're gonna fight next. You know, to tell you the truth. We don't know exactly how the uh, landscape of MMA is going to look after this uh, you know, COVID-19 is up and done because right now I know there's a lot of local cards that have been talking about potentially getting started back. Um, mm. There's a, a lot of cards that uh, you know, people want to see happen, whether it's Bellator or um, you know, LFA you know, or XFN or any of the leagues outside of the UFC. Um, But I'm not sure that any of those leagues are going to be able to sell tickets. Now, I'm not trying to take shots at any of them or anything like that, but I'm not sure that they're going to be able to actually fill events. And I think that the UFC is the only um, organization that's going to be able to uh, make enough money through pay-per-views to really just do it that way. So I'm not sure exactly what the landscape's going to look like. So really, um, I'm just staying ready, man, just staying ready, staying prepared. Um, fortunately, I'm back to doing what I have to do. Everything is cleared up outside the cage um, for me. Now I'm just getting everything going as far as, like I said, my training, my training partners, my coaching, all that stuff, getting that stuff to the next level. Um, But like I said, uh, you know, everything's going good. Now I'm back to my normal routine of just being a professional fighter again, not having to work another uh, job full time. So Really, man, I'm ready for the UFC. I'm ready to go. I'm excited about that. But, uh, yeah, so we're just going to kind of see, though, you know, just keep improving, keep uh, getting better and all that good stuff, and and just wait and see.
1: For sure, for sure. Now, uh, which things, if things change, do you think that will change in the sport of MMA after all this is done and over with?
0: Man, this is uh, so wild. To tell you the truth, I think that it will be interesting to see – um what organizations stick around um i think that that could be um something to kind of keep in mind as well too because you know i don't know how long uh they can keep like certain organizations can keep fighters under contract without paying Mm -hmm. them any money because i i believe that the ufc is probably going to be the only organization that's able to do that so i don't know to tell you the truth, there could be a lot of things that are affected by this. So I see that, uh, um, I think the UFC will be able to be obviously the first organization to come back and do what they're doing. Um, I have no idea how long they'll go without having actual events with fans in the seats and all that stuff. But I think that's pretty much one of the biggest things is, um, getting fans back into the seats because, if, if we're able to go back to normal and have large groups again, I think that that kind of covers it for the most part. So, um, but if that's affected and we're no longer able to do those groups, you know, for even, you know, you know longer than being projected at this time, that, that's going to take a heavy
1: hit on MMA. Of course. So uh, those are some of the questions I have for you today. But uh, before I let you go, Is there anyone you'd like to give a a quick shout out to? Uh,
0: Man, just all my fans, my friends, my family, all the, you know, people that support me. And, um, you know, obviously uh, my gym, WCF Tulsa. Uh, I also want to uh, thank you and uh, thank you for giving me this uh, opportunity to
1: uh, be interviewed. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, last question I have for you. Have you seen this new documentary, The Tiger King? Dude,
0: I've watched a little bit of There
1: uh, we go. the
0: first episode of it. Of I, course. Uh, I, man, honestly, to tell you the truth, I was uh, so disturbed by it.
1: <laughs> exactly. <man. laughs> I thought I it was just me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't get past the second
1: episode, man. Jeez. Oh,
0: uh, but it cracked me up,
1: man. I know. I, I was yeah.
0: laughing. Because I, I live here in Oklahoma.
1: Mm -hmm. I've heard
0: of Joe Exotic, you know, I've heard of uh, 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 those things before that, I didn't know all that craziness, you know, Um, there's a a place, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but we have a place called Safari Joe's out here in Tulsa, and and so I don't know if they're getting any backlash or anything like that, they own a water park, they have animals, they have all these exotic animals and tigers and stuff like that. And, and mm-hmm. I don't think that they're actually associated with uh, Joe Exotic, but... Uh, it
1: says yeah. Joe in there, so you never know. <laughs> you
0: never know, right? So, man, yeah. it's... it's uh, dude, it's a wild documentary. I'm actually going to finish it up because everybody's telling me, man, you got to finish it. you got to finish yeah. it. So, you know, there's something to it. There's something of to course. it. Of <laughs>
1: course. I felt the same way. Have the UFC's own Tanner Bozer. How's it going, my friends?
3: going all right you know despite the circumstances how you doing
1: I'm doing great I appreciate you for asking so uh how did you uh, you end up celebrating Easter
3: I uh I've I've been at my girlfriend's place every day since this shit started so I've ignored the uh quarantine in terms of only going to her place and nowhere else we uh ate a bunch of pizzas and stuff
1: perfect that's can't complain over there
3: as she gets yeah
1: of course of course so uh how have you been uh settling during this whole quarantine thing how how have you uh, been training and uh yeah stuff like that
3: everybody's just doing the best they can you know i got uh i got a pair of 40 pound dumbbells a skipping rope and a medicine ball in my condo and that's what i got to work with so i mean it's not perfect at all but you know you do what you can
1: of course, you're always, there's always a way you can find being a fighter. So uh, yeah. congratulations on that. So uh, a big topic I wanted to discuss with you today was uh, this whole fight island thing. Uh, what do you think that will end up looking like?
3: I mean, it's anybody's guess. If it goes through and it actually happens, I, I mean, I hope it's a warm island. I hope it's tropical. That'd be cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely it's definitely everyone's hope we're just we're just hoping that it actually happens
1: mm-hmm. has there uh, been any talks of you attempting to uh, possibly get on that card
3: no I mean if you look at the proposed lineup for May 9th the second fight on the card is freaking jockeray and Uriah <laughs> Hall right like okay there there's no room for Tanner Bowser and Jeff Hughes on a card that stacked so I mean a few cards down the line though maybe in three or four cards, once they run through every guy that's normally in a co-main event that they've had to you know stuff onto their first couple cards then uh yeah i would love to fight
1: for sure for sure so uh, i know this quarantine thing's been going on for a while but uh what have you i know i've asked you this but have you been playing any like video games or watching any certain shows that uh, you've been into
3: uh well they put all of community back on netflix i've been getting real back into that i watched the first i think three or four seasons whatever was originally on netflix like six seven years ago and uh, now they got the two newest seasons or the two final seasons or whatever on there so i restarted watching that funny show hilarious and in terms of video games i don't play too many video games but I, i i'm playing pokemon go quite heavily
1: Okay, sweet. <laughs> What's that uh, whole show about uh, that you were talking about? I know most of us aren't too familiar about that.
3: Community. It's it's a comedy. Uh, it's about a community college. It's got Daniel Glover and um, I'm not good with actors, but it, it's a funny <laughs> show. It think think The Office, but but in a college.
1: Similar to that. Sweet. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, I'm short on questions now. I was gonna ask you, have you heard of this song uh, "The Tuesday Slide" by uh, Drake?
3: No, I haven't. I don't like
1: trades. Man. No, really? I'm 0-3 no, on the uh, I striked out. <laughs> That's all right. I was not asking you to do the whole dance and everything, but uh, oh, hell no, for man. next I time. I have no idea what that is yeah, Oh, no, man. <laughs> all right. So uh, before I let you go here, is there anyone you'd like to give a quick shout-out to? The stage is all yours. Uh,
3: I mean, I had sponsors for my last fight, so I'll give them a shout-out. That's PPS, Paul Pedal Services, uh, Mealcraft. And uh, I'm Premier Built Garages. So those guys are helping me through my last training camp, and uh, hopefully they'll be there for me here in the future. Those guys are awesome. And uh, I mean, you know, my my coaches are Jeff Montemiro and Cage Uh Unfortunately, we're not training, you know, right now. But yeah, uh, man, those are my people, my training partners. I got a lot, and they all know who they are. So
1: perfect. Kept it simple. So
3: uh, last one before I let you go
1: here. I'm sure you've heard of this new Tiger King uh, series on Netflix.
3: I have. I've. Everybody's heard of it. I think I know the entire plot of the show despite not watching it. You know.
1: Okay. What do uh, you think about it?
3: I haven't. I haven't seen it. I. Okay. I've. I've seen all the memes though, so I think I. I think I got. I think I got it all. <laughs> you got
1: the whole story I really now. <laughs> need
3: to watch it at this point. Yeah. No. I. I got it. Again, all right, that so, kind of thing is just not really my thing.
1: Alright. So if you do check it out, let me know what you think of it. And, uh, well yeah. do, man. all right perfect so like i said that's all i have for you today I appreciate you uh for coming on and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on soon yeah you got it man have a good day all right so alex polizzi if i'm correct yep you got it awesome right on point <laughs> <laughs> all right joining us today is undefeated prospect Alec Poliz- alex polizzi alex polizzi said it right in the beginning but there you go you taking it easy today
4: Always, man. See
1: <laughs> what I did there? Put the.
4: I got easy. it. I got
1: it. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, how you, how have you been uh, handling this whole quarantine thing lately?
4: Uh, you know, I mean, just same as everybody. Just you know, doing what we can. Uh, trying to trying to keep a normal schedule is really important. And I mean, above all else, just just uh trying to trying to stay safe out there. Maintain social distancing. Only going out when you need to. You know that sort of business uh it's really stepped up my it's really stepped up my cardio game because you know you can't go and punch people and you can't go and punch so you gotta just run it all out uh been through a couple pairs of what i thought was gonna been through a couple pairs of uh running shoes that i thought were gonna last a little longer than they were gonna but eh, mm-hmm. part of the business <laughs>
1: of course yeah so uh depending on your answer here this may be the last time i ever asked this question right so it is very important. Um, hmm. Have you listened to uh, the new Drake song lately?
4: You know, a lot of new songs come out. I, I'm not sure what's like new anymore, or if he's got like a new album, or if it's a new single. I'm gonna be honest. I, I may. I, I'm not sure. Could, could you? Get, what's the song called? I'm not sure. All right. Oh.
1: This uh, Tuesday Slide song. Is a dance oh, to it and everything. You
4: know, he has like a little informational how to do the dance thing.
1: Yeah. yeah, I I've heard it. All right, can you show us your best impression of this whole dance thing? See, left I, foot I, up, right foot flat. I've heard it
4: one time. I've only, I only. Right. I, I heard it on my way to the dog park. I, I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't remember it. All right, you just gotta lift <laughs> your you 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 to to left foot and slide. Come on, come on. Just
1: try it. Just try I'm it.
4: No, no dance moves quite yet. You, you got to, like, I got to put myself out there with a dance move I know at half-ass. Yeah,
1: show the world. If
4: I, if I hop into it, it's going to be full ass, all right? All right, all right. I'll give you that one then.
1: <laughs> let me down, but that's all right. <laughs> all right, so uh, if you could have uh, anyone in the world play you as a character in a movie, who would that be and why? This is a very important one, so think it through. All
4: right. You know, um, before I was full-time fighting, I was substitute teaching. So I, I, actually got a lot of, I got a lot of kids calling me out for looking like certain people, and some of them have been more right than others. Uh, you know, I, I've said people said post Malone before, and I'm like, that's just because I'm white and I have a beard. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same thing. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna be honest, the, the best one and, and some of it's because of the hair, but I think it's a little bit of the facial features. I, I can't quite recall his name, but if if you've been watching uh, the history channel, Vikings, the, the main character, the main okay. character on the show Vikings is the, the actor is very talented. I've seen some of the episodes. I just can't recall his name quite yet. I mean, I got Google right here in front of me. I could probably pull it up real quick. Alright, go for it. Vikings Oh, hold on. Made uh Alexander
1: Ludwig. Okay. He, we have heard of him before, he sounds familiar.
4: Yeah, I'm telling you, if you watch Vikings, I mean it's it's pretty good. He we have a we have a similar look. Even kinda of sounds similar, except, you know, he's a better actor. <laughs> okay.
1: And That's, is that just because he looks similar to you or is it like certain features you think you do the same
4: i i think i think it's it's important to have a look but you know i mean uh i i feel like a lot of a lot of costumes and a lot of like makeup can fix that but like Mm. how somebody moves their face is is something that you can't quite cover as well and and we do have similar
1: facial Facial expressions expressions Yeah. yeah okay yeah for sure so uh, during this time, people have been getting uh, pretty bored. What uh, new things has uh, Alex been trying out during this whole quarantine thing?
4: New things? Well, above all it, else, it's it, it's been it's been keeping inside. I mean, it definitely hasn't been dancing or getting close to anybody. Um, <laughs> I I've been just like everybody else, uh, been trying to hide away and, and do a little more, um, do a little more gaming. The video game industry has been keeping strong. I picked up, uh, right. I picked up. Um, I I don't know if you uh, have a have a Switch yourself, the Nintendo Switch. There's a pretty good couch co-op game called Overcooked, and I've been playing okay. that. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a cooking game. It is a cooking. It's, it's a cooking game on its outskirts, but it's it's more about it's it's more about communication between people because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, anybody can get together and say, hey, you know, there's a guy down – there's a guy at, trying to take uh, base A. You got to shoot him. But it takes something else to be like, okay, we need more fish tacos serving up, serving <laughs> up, chop, chop, chop. And it's, it's a mess. Sometimes there will be little virtual fires you got to put out. It's a All good right. time.
1: Um, sounds, sounds intense there.
4: Yeah, things get a little <laughs> little heated, a little heated in the virtual kitchen.
1: <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> All right. So you're six and zero. I'm sure you're getting close to that uh, UFC call. Uh, when do you think that'll be happening?
4: Well, uh, a- actually, we after this last fight in uh, in Minnesota for that LFA title, uh, we were in talks with you know lots of different agencies, um, p- people interested. Uh, uh, what, what ended up happening was we got the better, we got the best deal out of Bellator. So currently I'm signed up for a contract with Bellator. Awesome. Um, we'll be fighting for them. You know, once this craziness kind of lifts, uh, hopefully that soon. We'll see. Make, once we can, once we can get into uh, arenas again and start doing, uh, start doing sporting events. So we'll see when that happens. But yeah, it's it's Bellator now and. Um, you know, down the line, I I know that the UFC is kind of the is kind of the premier. It's it's almost become a, become a household name with MMA. Mm-hmm. Sometimes casual fans just you'll say, I do MMA. What's that? You mean like UFC? Yeah, that's yeah. A sport versus NFL. But um, <laughs> you know, if down the line my my, uh, my time with Bellator impresses them, maybe um, I I know that. Sometimes there's been crossovers, not so much as recently because the UFC mm-hmm. kind of has a stranglehold on that. But um, still, lots of good talent in the in Bellator, and you know, of course, just, yeah. just looking to fight. <laughs> yeah,
1: for sure. Is there a an opponent in mind you have uh, for the fight?
4: Uh, specifically, specifically, no. I, no? I, I mean, you know, I, I I've said it in interviews before I'm I'm not you know. Trying to duck anybody, dive anybody. I'll I'll fight whoever, whenever, uh, even if it ends up coming down to something silly like like Dana White's idea of a fight island, which look a hundred percent that's a cover for him to start a moral combat. You know that, right? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I okay. see. I
1: see. I didn't think of that
4: one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it it's. I, I, I see some guys that are like, well, I'll fight this guy, and oh, they're like, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all fighters, we're all looking to do the same thing, get into a cage and beat people up, so uh, whether that guy is from here, from there, has this name, this ring, this title, don't matter to me, I'm in mean, here to have fun. <laughs> For sure. Now, uh,
1: you can tell a lot about a person by their uh, choice of music and their... Uh personality pretty much but uh, what is something we couldn't uh, figure out about uh, Mr. Polizzi just by looking at him
4: Hmm. well let's see you've got some pretty good questions I I I like you're coming with the heat there I I I feel like a lot of interviewers they say the same sort of thing are you gonna be ready for this opponent and all (laughs) that other jazz and it's like that's at the stop like well what do you where do you see this fight going like (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna win. That's where I see it going. Yeah, for sure. Trying to uh,
1: change it up, be a little uh, different.
4: Doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, one thing that people may not be able to tell about me, although I, I'm not secretive about it, is okay. although uh you know I I fight it too. I fight it light heavyweight. I'm, I'm a bigger guy. I'm big and strong. And I know when I'm in the cage, I look real mean. uh I'm actually just a <laughs> nerd. Okay. Uh, actually, <laughs> it, that you mention it, I talked about I talked about playing Overcooked, but also uh, I've been doing a lot of time uh, devoting to uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I play Fifth Edition, um, DM, so a lot of dice rolling and nerd stuff. So if you if you catch me after a fight, say hey, I'll go fight. I'll say thank you, but if you start talking about rolling some dice and we're talking initiative <laughs> counts and, and ability scores, like I'll I'll get into that, man.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I w-
4: definitely wouldn't have guessed that about you. <laughs>
1: all right. So you said you played that Overcooked game. Is there any other games you play on your uh, little Nintendo
4: Switch there? On the Switch? I'd like to stick to... Or any other game? I don't know. What else I... to play?
1: PS4, I was, Xbox? I
4: was going to get there. Uh, on the all Switch. Right, all right. My bad. Hang on, <laughs> hang on Overcooked. Once in a while, you'll see me, you'll see me trying to Super Smash Brothers. I uh, see. Okay. Although the online community yeah i just can't keep up man those people are reckless you, you'll get on there and you'll get you'll get served you'll get served by some nine-year-old who will spike you right off the mat and hmm. it's, i don't know I'm, I'm more of a couch co-op kind of guy if i'm gonna do online stuff but uh All right. super smash brothers um and then if we switch over to xbox i've been i've been playing a little bit of borderlands 3 if we're talking shooters a little rpg elements but then right. uh but then I, I've still been I've still been stuck in a uh, Capcom's Monster Hunter.
1: All right, what's that, but?
4: Oh man, they keep coming out with updates. Like you, you know how in most games you end up fighting a bunch of little guys, and then eventually there's a big boss at the end. Yeah, yeah. Monster yeah. Hunter's just all bosses. It's oh, it's just okay, you, you set out just to fight the boss. It's got way more life than you. It's way bigger than you. You shouldn't like. By normal human logic, you definitely shouldn't be trying to fight this thing. But it's kind of fun. For sure.
1: It's kind of like real life. If you think of like MMA a little bit, you're fighting that
4: big boss. Similar, I see. Yeah, man. yeah I, you know, I, I, I need that challenge on the daily. Of
1: course. Awesome. So uh, as we get uh, closer to the end of this thing, uh, I want to give you the floor to uh, talk about uh, anyone who's helped you during your career thus far.
4: Man, that's that's a long list of people. Cause I mean, we got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely got time. Uh, I mean, you know, I have had plenty of training partners throughout the years. Um, but most currently the the guys at Chosen Few who have been, you know, uh, being being those good training partners, taking those punches, rolling with me when they're tired, hurt, sore. um, that's. That's always something that's really greatly appreciated. Uh, and then my coaches, again, throughout my whole career, from from high school to college, but uh, most notably now at Chosen Few, um, that that take the time to to watch me and to say, hey, Alex, you goofed up there, and then to to then put that into practice by saying, okay, punch, okay, not like that, that was wrong, do it again, <laughs> and then punch the wrong, do it again. And mm-hmm. to be able to have that patience with me and, and make sure that I'm executing things correctly and learning right. Um, and then I, I'd assume that most of the time, this is the spot where I would call out uh, some of my sponsors. Um, yeah, for sure. Sponsors of my fighting career would be the, the Rock Bar and Grill in Beloit, they've been helping out since the beginning, uh, JMR Construction. Um, and then it would be. See now now you gonna make me look a fool because I'm starting to work. <laughs> It's just been a while since I done I done the shout-outs. I I, right. I I forgot. No. Worries. But, uh, <laughs> stalling for time. Uh yeah. <laughs> um Madison Family Wellness, which does acupuncture pressure here in Madison. Uh as well as Alpha Tile and Stone doing a good job. Um and then uh Kern's motor car, which has really came through especially i don't know if you remember a couple winters ago when we had that nasty cold snap i still i still shout out each time because man my car gave out during that time it like okay. i really, it died oh jeez. and it was like negative 30 with the wind chill out Ugh. and after that i was like yo guys i need a new car and they hooked me up so awesome
1: <laughs> shout out to them then
4: shout out to them big shout out always a might might not be here if it weren't for that, man. I might <laughs> for have, sure. That, might, I might have froze. Let me G. All
1: right. So, I knew your list there.
4: What's that?
1: Is that the end of your list there?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to ramble right. on and just keep talking. For sure.
1: Well, like <laughs> I said, we got time.
4: <laughs>
1: All right. So, last question here before I let you go. It's this Tiger King series. I'm sure you've heard of it. What do you think about this?
4: Carol definitely murdered her husband, like a hundred percent. Like, why is that? Right. Why is that even a thing? People shouldn't
1: even be a question. Dude,
4: people with that much money don't just disappear without their exactly. money, right?
1: I know. Too obvious.
4: Too obvious. <laughs> now, did she feed him to the tigers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, she she definitely got rid of him, like a hundred percent. For sure. Yeah. No one knows how though, but you know. <laughs> See.
1: All right. Like I said, that's all I got for you. Thank you for joining. Alex Polizzi. We'll talk soon.
4: All right.
3: Thanks, Simon.